Welcome to Kafaru Cast, everyone. It's Wednesday morning. I've got Frank at the tank across from me and Dana Monroe to my left. Dana just got back from Sheepdog Response, which I think is uh, taught by Tim Kennedy and his crew. And now uh, Dana is a bona fide, uh, I guess, internet badass, right? She's got a Bowie knife on one side, K-bars and all kind of cram bits and pistols and shit all over. I'm, I'm worried to even make fun of her. Uh, how did the class how you, go? How many weapons do you have on you right now? Um, that's a secret. <laughs> oh shit! Just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was fun. So did they like teach you how to choke people out or what? Yeah. Did they? Yep. Did you choke anyone out? No. There was one guy that volunteered to get choked out to see how long it would take, and it's that quick. was really cool to watch. Yeah, it's quick. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, was he out for like fifteen seconds? Um, no he he had him like tapping. And then as soon as he went out, the um, Jeremy stopped. stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Did he pee his pants? No. Do you want to tap Frank out? Frank, can she choke you out? You can try. <laughs> um, <laughs> when you were kids, did like you and your friends, did you ever like <gasps> hold your breath and try to pass yourselves out? N- no, but we used to get drunk and choke each other out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had a buddy that would do that all the time. He would just like try to pass himself out and every once in a while he'd piss his pants. <laughs> We'd laugh. <laughs> That didn't that comedian have uh, some kind of fatal accident with choking oh yeah we don't want to but i think that. he was like yeah cranking one yeah what <laughs> did we just put on that we had to sign a pack earlier today i had to do a snyderism i think i put when in doubt rub it out and yeah. then we we drove we, we drew twig and berries on it yeah it's custom yeah so oh yeah how long was the class it was like two and a half days yeah, yeah. and how many people were in it i think there were 40 yeah, it's pretty cool. How many yeah. instructors did they have? Um, they had four and then Tim. Tim was kind of in and out. Gotcha. So do they, like, top to bottom just teach you kind of, like, concealed carry techniques and hand-to-hand combat? Or uh, do you, like, throw stones back and forth? <laughs> Slingshots. No, we did. The first night was kind of like a more of an instructional type thing. And then the, um, the next two days, it was, like, four and a half hours in the gym learning some basic like jujitsu self-defense type moves mm-hmm. and then the second day we they brought out like those blue knives and those blue handguns mm-hmm. and we learned kind of like defense with weapons and then we went like full out fighting with them gotcha did you kick anyone's ass or did you get your ass kicked uh both yeah yeah, yeah. so tell us about it what <laughs> what, what happened like what what was the final out did you feel like uh more of a badass when you left than when you got there yeah yeah <laughs> I, I mean i was terrified i've never done any type of fighting whatsoever so it was it was very much out of my comfort zone and here these like i'm just with a bunch of strangers and i'm walking up shaking their hand introducing myself and then we're like wrestling that was kind of weird but it was really cool to did you wear singlets no <laughs> No, um, they were really good at demonstrating all of that and just all the different size people in there. It was, it was fun to, to grapple with them. And some people, they would just like sit on you and you couldn't do anything. But it, like as a female, it was really good to learn all of those tactics in case anything bad ever happens. Yeah. How many women were in the class? I think there were six of us. Yeah. yeah. It, would you say it's catered for women somewhat not catered but it's applicable for women like it's a good course for a woman to go to oh yeah yeah, yeah i think it's much more beneficial for a woman and it, it's very beneficial for men too but extremely beneficial for women 
just just in case anything were to happen. Yeah. So it wasn't just geared for women, but it was it was pretty handy for a woman to know. Right. Right. Yeah. And it was it was really cool because um, we were when we were grappling, there was my friend in there. Her name's Anya. She's just this little like hundred pound lady, super, super small, super skinny. And when we were doing some of the grappling stuff, people would just just like dominate her. She couldn't yeah. do anything because she was so much smaller. But then she would get them in a choke and they would just be done and like tapping out. And so it was cool to see her use use her assets in. You said ass. <laughs> yes, I did. Where was the course? It was in Salt Lake. Yeah. Is that where they hold all of them or do they, do they branch out? They do them across the country. So I think most of them are in Texas just because that's where Tim lives. But I've seen quite a few like South Carolina, Idaho. Um, I think they have one in the springs later in the year. They, they'll travel anywhere they're able to. I think they just need a gym and a range. So what would you say like the number one thing you learned? Well, top three. Um, it's just like reinforced because I've always been fairly uh, like aware of my surroundings, you know, just because women kind of have to be anyway. You have good situational awareness. Yes. Yeah. But it kind of um, heightened that and made me think a little bit more about certain things but definitely the fighting and like all of that stuff was was kind of the biggest takeaway you felt more of a badass after you left <laughs> yeah yeah because i went to the tack event right after and i just wanted to wrestle people the whole Did time you go up and kick jody right in the nuts no <laughs> no <laughs> is that a tactic that was taught there or no can you release no, any of this information wasn't. what about the throat punch no 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 what do they do so Tell us your secrets in case Frank and I get attacked no, I by can't, hot women. I can't tell you guys ourselves. my secrets because when you guys throw me on the ground, I'll have some defenses now. Frank, if you get attacked by a smoking hot chick, you got to cover the wiener. <laughs> got to protect the goods. goods. Yeah, yeah. I think she's lying too. I bet she kicks us right in the ding ding. And she's like, psych. Sure, that might be my first tactic. No, I'm just I mean, that would <laughs> probably, in a real situation, that would probably be like my first go-to. But you got to have backup plan. You could yes. like do like a sensual voice and be like, "Hey, look, I like you," and then kick him right in the head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> throw him way off. Yeah, yeah, you've got to use your asset. Yeah. So uh, I like so psychopaths. Bam. What right. were some of the scenarios that they put you through? Like, was there specific like getting attacked, attacked from the front, attacked from the back? Like, you know, yeah, carjacked. What were what it, what were some of the scenarios that they didn't have too many scenarios? It was just like um, if somebody were to draw a knife or a gun, like from a concealed or if they have the knife or gunner out already, kind of like how you approach it and and what you do to to control the weapon and try to control the situation. What uh what did they did they have a specific? Did they recommend I guess like certain things like pistols or whatever like for concealed carry that are more applicable for women than men or do they dive into that at all? Um, they didn't. I mean, it, it's similar to like a backpack. It's like you know what what fits you well and what you shoot well. So they didn't really recommend anything specific. They told us to just, you know, get comfortable with our gear and get gear that that we shoot well and for the pistols. What pistol do you have? I've got a Glock 19. Oh, shit. What made you go with that? I took uh, a concealed class here in Colorado last summer, I think, with my group of lady friends and shot a Glock, and it just felt really well or felt really good in my hands, mm -hmm. and I shot it very well. So uh, I had 
previous I think I had a, a Ruger and I just didn't like that because it was a subcompact so I just felt a lot of the recoil mm-hmm. and that Glock um the bigger frame kind of so you handles like the big recoil. frames <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> frame. oh, shit. have you uh have you started any training with a pistol do you do, do you go to the range often or what's uh what or did they have first did they have any suggestions as far as like pistol training um, or do they run you through any drills that you can do at home or at the range or um, kind of the, any of that stuff for yeah. the class? Yeah, they had. So every when we got to the range every day, uh, they had us just stand on the line and do dry fire drills. And those those are probably like one of the best things you can do, especially right now with ammo prices. So um, those are definitely things I'm going to, you know, to start training. And then once things calm down with work, I will make regular visits to the range for some live action rounds. Nice. So were you able to take your gun there to train with, or did you just primarily use the blue guns? Uh, so at the range, we had our own guns. And then during the, during like the fighting stuff, we used the blue guns. Did you fly there? No, I drove. Oh, okay. I was going to say yeah. to the people at the airport, they're like, what the heck's this, <laughs> this chick doing transporting a gun? No, no, I figured I'd drive cause I didn't want to have to deal with like flying with thousand rounds of ammo. Did uh they have um like virtual online courses too, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm acting yeah. like I knew that I just looked it up. Um <laughs> uh which are, it's kind of I guess um it says like sheepdog level 1 and 2 online virtual training, active shooter online, basic pistol. So they cover everything online as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, th- those are some of the things like cuz you can only learn so much online. It's like I'm more of like a I need someone there instructing me to be more hands-on doing it to learn so i mean the online's great if you're if you're not able to go but if you are able to to attend in person that like that's the best way i learn and is is tim like in austin yeah so with the course in utah is that a normal course or are they that was when they branched out and their normal courses are down in austin so it is it's one of their normal courses it was just the sheepdog level one which i think they're calling protector one now you know it's because of all the mormons knocking on doors they got to teach them to protect themselves <laughs> that's why it's in utah <laughs> you tell you about the lord and, lord and savior and then they got to pull out their gat yep <laughs> did you do your two-year thing or one year what's that called what do you mean uh not this has nothing to do this is as a mormonism oh, what's that called no. when you go the mission the mission yeah no. there you, you didn't do no. one no huh What's up with that? Is that like a requirement? No, not for the girls. Oh, no kidding. Only for the guys? Yeah. Well, I'd say that's sexist. <laughs> Although that's a good way to get The girls out of are it. just supposed to go get married. No kidding. And start popping out babies. No kidding. I'll yeah. be damned. The um you know what I'm gonna get myself in trouble for I start throwing out <laughs> any more lift kit jokes or anything like that. So anyway, um <laughs> what uh you said so you said there's forty people? Yeah. And then how many instructors? Four. So did you ever at any time feel like you would have rather had less people or they could have handled more? I I would have preferred like a more intimate setting or just more instructors, but they they actually did a really good job of, you know, getting around to everybody and helping them. Do they it, do for like a different course more one-on-one ever? I would imagine that'd be pretty expensive, but Um, I'm not sure. I didn't I haven't really looked into more of the other stuff. I guess for the right amount of money, they'll probably do anything. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And they're really good. I like all the instructors. They were like, hey, if you guys still have questions after it, shoot us an email. We have like a little group on Facebook for 
alumni of like the sheepdog courses so he can stay in contact with everybody. And so they're, they're really good at, um, you know, giving us resources after the fact and like helping us find gyms, helping us find ranges, stuff like that. And then if we ever want to meet up with the, the instructors, like if we're in town, they, they told us to get a hold of them, all of that stuff. Gotcha. And then, uh, for the, can you get, I'm on the website now, the live training. Let's see. So level one, see as they go through everything here. Yeah. So the website, it's a uh, sheepdog response.com, but they, they have uh, where you can sign up for the live, you know, like what Dana did. Um, they have the dates. It looks like a shitload of them are sold out. So like uh, Austin, Texas, September 10th through the 12th is sold out. Uh, Salt Lake, uh, that one's September 14th through the 15th. So yeah, I mean, they have a pile of them that they have listed here. So yeah. Oh, good. But yeah. I checked like every day for months until one opened up. <laughs> yeah. No, that was cool. Did they, did, did you have to pull favors to get in there? Or did they let you in? Uh, no, Tim, I talked to Tim a little bit and yeah. he got me set up. Oh, that's cool. Um, so are you, is you going to go to the level two? Cause I'm assuming you went to level one. <laughs> I did go to the level one. Um, I have a lot more to learn, I think as far as like the, like the jujitsu stuff, um, before going to level two, I just, I think I would be holding people back because I'm not as versed in jujitsu. You're not a Kung Fu fighter. Yeah. 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 So I have to learn a little bit more of that, get a little bit more comfortable with my firearm and better at like further distances yeah but how far away could you shoot frank uh i don't know far <laughs> <laughs> if he was running no i'm just kidding i gotta take a potty break you guys take it from here okay uh, did you bring your pistol maybe frank go run <laughs> yeah you, you want to test this out no there there was one thing we did when we were at uh Fieldcraft survival they have those sim guns mm -hmm. and we would stand next to each other and we would have one person with the holstered uh, gun and then I did it with Bender Bender was standing next to me mm -hmm. and he just takes off running and we see how far he can get and and I have to shoot the target in front of me and when I shoot he stops and so it, that was really cool to like see how far we like how long we had before somebody could close the distance on us like reaction time yeah so what, what was that showing was that showing that you're better off protecting yourself <laughs> other in a different way or you're it's like you always want to keep your distance or was it like a combination of that stuff i think it was a little bit of both because like when tim came in he he mentioned how when he is meeting somebody new he likes to be very close and you know get his hands on them and feel them out a little bit and that's not how a lot of people are and and he like he uses that for a few things to see if like they're carrying any firearms, see if he can feel anything and just to see how they react. Because if they're super awkward and uncomfortable, that kind of, you know, alerts him to this could be like a bad situation. But if like if somebody has a knife and they're, you know, 30 yards away from you, they can't really cause you any damage. But if they have a gun, they can probably cause you some damage. So in that instance, you would probably try to run the other way. And then if they were so close, you like if if you pulled a gun on me right now, like the chances of you getting a shot off would probably not be great. Mm -hmm. So just kind of situational awareness and and all of that comes into play there. So, yeah, being one of the few women there, did you did you kind of bond with the with the women or did they break you up into different groups or how did that feel? Because I'm sure there's probably a lot of people in your shoes where it's something brand new 
to you um, and kind of intimidating? Was it was were was it were the other women and people in that class the same kind of? They were kind of in a new situation. And it was like kind of nerve wracking at first. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely nerve wracking. Like some of the girls, we kind of uh, got together and banded up, especially when we were like um, grappling. But it was almost like because they they would break us into groups, partner us up, and then they would make us switch partners every so often. And it was almost like some of the guys were like, I don't want to go partner with a girl because they were just really uncomfortable. But there were a few that were really good about partnering with us. And there were a few people that had a lot of like jujitsu knowledge. And so they were very well versed and like I would partner with them and they'd kind of walk me through stuff. And that helped a lot for my learning because in the beginning, Tim was like, you know, the goal is to make everyone better, like not just you so it's like you like if you're better than somebody you know help them in this instance and so they did a very good job of you know of helping everybody no matter the skill level teamwork makes the dream work yes so i say uh are those guys he served with or other instructors or there were some of them i'm not sure if he served with them um the like the mma guys they were former ufc fighters so he he knew them, trained with them. Luke actually trained with the one guy whose gym we were at. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Did they did they say Luke was funny? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't talk to him about Luke. Um I just posted it after and Luke was like, Hey, I trained with that guy. Oh, that's um funny. but I know the other guys, the guys like the pistol guys were uh former like they were military. The one was an S F guy, the other guy was in the Marines. I guess from what you said, for level two, you're gonna work on your kung fu fighting and pistols and then you'll go to level two. Yeah. Gotcha. And then be an even more badass. Yeah, something like that. Um, and then it <laughs> looks like these courses are like, what, 900 bucks for yeah. each one for level one? Yeah. I think when they first release them, they always do like a like a 15% discount or so. I don't know. It's like 150 bucks off if you register when they first release it. So like if you just pay attention to the page or um, like follow them on social media, they'll post it and have them on sale. So that saves like 150 bucks, and that's a really good deal for for what you're getting. Uh, on the level two portion, I'm trying to find it here. When did you first hear about this? You're well, and don't take this the wrong way. You're a little bit of a Tim Kennedy leg humper, anyway, right? Like, no, like no, him. actually, I don't. I don't even know how long I, I haven't been following Tim all that long. But he's just like I've I've heard him on other podcasts and his his viewpoints. He's very intelligent. Like I, I really like the way he thinks. And the way he thinks about things. So I started following him more and then um, I wanted to get him on the podcast with you. So I talked to him about that. And then uh, he, you know, he invited me out to the class. So I stayed in contact. I just kept looking for, for all of those. Yeah. And finally found one and he, he got me set up. They've got one level two that's up there and it's 1400. So obviously that's more, I imagine it's the different. As it goes up, it's more of a logistical nightmare and probably more risk and more hands-on. So yeah, yeah. So what? Uh, anything else like <laughs> that stood out in the course where you're like, this is like super cool? Or uh, I mean, it's all it was so much in like such a little time yeah. time frame, but it was all. I mean, it, it was a lot, but it was it was very well distributed information. And like at the end of each day, I just kind of like sit and kind of reflect on the day, like what I learned, what I can keep implementing to my daily life to, you know, to stay sharper on all of the tactics. And 
um, you know, just trying to like going over the movements that I learned, the, the self-defense movements, so I don't forget them. So did you guys stay in like a hotel or do you stay on the compound or what do you, how's that I, work? I stayed with my friend. I've, I've got a friend out there. So I went and stayed at her house and we just drove to the gym every day for a few hours and then had a little lunch break and drove down to the range. Is so that kind of how everybody, they get a hotel or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah for a lot of people that were out of town. Um, I mean, there are people from everywhere. So they just typically stayed in a hotel or there were quite a bit of people, just, just local people that were home. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. So I would imagine it probably one is for what fits in each person's schedule for the people traveling out of state. And then the other ones are obviously just local that, that yeah. dive in. How many out of state, like four or five? Um, there was actually a guy from Colorado um, a couple guys from Colorado. So I think, I think there were more um, that had traveled there than, than were local. I'd probably say maybe half and half local. Um, and then people traveled there from all sorts of places. Gotcha. Huh. Who, you know, who traveled the farthest? Uh, my friend, my little friend Anya is from Illinois. She's from like Chicago. Is that the little, little one you were talking about? Uh-huh. Gotcha. Yeah. She's awesome. It's weird because, like, uh, and I know they're friends, like the fieldcraft dudes and Tim or whatever, but that that type of training seems definitely be taking more of um, normality, I guess you could say, as of late than yeah. it probably would have been 10 years ago, um, which makes sense. And, I mean, obviously it's good as far as preparedness goes. I think like with what Tim teaches is probably a little bit different than – I don't think he does a lot of mobility stuff with the vehicles. It's yeah. more hand-to-hand type crap and pistols and everything yeah he i feel like he kind of sticks more you know he knows like fighting and then like the combat stuff so it's like you know kind of he stays in his lane it's like that's what he knows and i'm he knows a lot of stuff because i mean he's a very very intelligent man but he's not you know like delving into the into some of the topics that fieldcraft survival is but even he's a big supporter of fieldcraft too yeah yeah they all get along um Really, yeah, I mean, from from outside looking in, it looks like obviously they partner up and send each other business. So who would you say, like, if someone's looking at taking this course and on the fence, who would you say is, like, you think women would be probably most beneficial initially? Um, Soccer moms, um, (laughs) stay-at-home wives, like people that are, like, I always think of, um, like, Amy does real estate. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody that's going to be on their own, um, you know, looking at houses crap like that would you say that's probably the best to look at the course oh yeah yeah Yeah, because you think about and it's like you know a husband and a wife say like oh the husband is able to protect the wife but what if the husband goes off to work for you know eight ten hours a day and goes on a 14 day backpack (laughs) yeah or that it's like she's you know the wife or the mom's left at home with you know if she has kids she's left to protect them if she has no training like doesn't even know how to use a firearm she's kind of screwed so I think personally I think it's the best for women like I think every woman should do this just because it's like and it's such a confidence builder and like just in everything it kind of translates to everything one of the things that one of the guys I was working with uh, or talking with from um, one of the SEAL teams he had brought up like going to a pistol range over and over and over really isn't going to do uh, shit for like a, you or an Amy or whatever. Right. It, it's really a drill of actually remembering to grab the fucking gun, what to do, how to do it if someone comes in the house. Because 
in their experience, you know, it's great to be able to shoot the gun, but in reality, most people forget to load it or don't grab it or just hop out of their bed and they're like, you know, walking down. They've never drawn from like a concealed carry position. Like they've, they don't know how to even like clothes get in the way or they'll be at the range and have their range belt. They've drawn from their range belt, but they've never drawn from like an appendix carry. Well, and speaking of like, even like to say not an appendix carry, but let's say it's just in, uh, on the on the nightstand beside yeah. the bed, yeah. um, Luke was talking about it. Remember when he thought somebody was in the house and he was watching his little laser, <laughs> like just getting someone like ready or prepared and and more confident yeah. about what to do and how to to do it if there is someone in the house. In the case in my house, they would have to climb a very large fence and get behind two giant polar bear dogs, but it's feasible. Yeah. And so they were like, "Look, the gun range and gun safety is great, but in reality." shooting like quarter size groups at 20 feet is is it doesn't mean shit if they forget to grab the fucking gun because yeah. you haven't drilled or, or gotten yeah. ready or whatever yeah. so. and it's that you kind of fall back to you know to your lowest level of training at that point like when you're most heightened so it's like it's just like you know shooting a bow in like a hunting situation you can't how you how you train and how you practice is how you're going to perform when it really counts and so you have to do those you know those little things that just just hound the mechanics and that's what you know at the range they're like look we don't do like fancy things we just do the basics and we do them very very well and we do them over and over and over again and that's how they become like just it just becomes second nature yeah Yeah. like wiping your butt (laughs) but tactically proficient to tactical wipe um yeah well anything else um i'm kind of I don't have that many questions to yeah. ask because obviously I haven't been to the the course. I, I mean, I do know obviously like it's from anyone I've talked to, I've never heard a, ba- a complaint or a negative yeah. thing said about the course. But um, I knew you were excited to do this podcast. So obviously I thought, you, you know, knew you liked the course. But yeah. anything else you want to add to it? I just want to really encourage people to go do this type of thing. And even, even if it's not Sheepdog, like definitely – go to a credible source and, you know, reach out to Tim. He, he talks to us. He's like, you know, I'm happy to promote other people doing similar things as long as they're legit and not just preaching a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. So like field craft is great. Yeah. Sheep dogs. Great. You can always reach out to them. If you're in an area that they're not visiting, you know, try and get them your way. Yeah. But like, especially if you're a woman or husband and try to get your wife to go do this. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's it's important. I mean, I don't. Uh, I guess like anything, everything's fine until it's not fine, and you know your car breaks down or you're somewhere, and then crackheads come out of nowhere, which does happen frequently or whatever. Yeah. Even if nothing's may or may not happen, it makes you feel a lot more confident to know actually what to do rather than just run and scream and hope for the best. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, like I feel. I mean, if somebody were to attack me, I'd be like. Come on, bro. Feel much better like, now. Let's, <laughs> like, let's do You've this. You've been walking around downtown <laughs> at night by yourself or what? Just like, ready, ready for somebody to attack me. You're like a female kick ass. <laughs> yeah. Frank, you could be Red Mist. Have you seen that? I don't really even remember those movies. It was a long time I ago. I want to be McLovin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw shit. a guy the other day with a like a McLovin t-shirt on. It was McLovin's driver's license. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> awesome From Hawaii, shirt. right? Yep. A big Hawaii license. Oh, shit. That's funny. Well, cool. Well, do you have, do you have anything else to add? No, just thanks to oh. all the Sheepdog guys. Thanks to Tim and keep doing what you're doing. Cool. So it's... Uh, 
let me pull up the website um, just to make sure everybody. So it's sheepdogresponse.com, and they have all the live training, the um, virtual training, tactical gear, all kinds of stuff like that on that website. And then I think they're relatively approachable on social media as well. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, as far as that goes. And it looks like they've got some pipe hitters reading through on their instructors, a lot of tier one guys and MMA guys, which is always nice to know you're. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, the instructors are all very, like, very, very, very credible sources yeah. in, in their. What's craft? the guy on uh, Napoleon Dynamite? It's not like the karate dude. The Uncle Kip? No. Or, the guy with the oh. American flag pants. You want to get a face <laughs> kick with one of these, a roundhouse? Yeah, it's not those guys. So. No. No. I think uh, didn't Tim kick the shit out of Michael Bisbane? I think he did in one of in the, the UFC. Yeah, uh, I can't remember. I think he did. I don't think he uh, he won in a draw, but I think he pretty much beat the living shit out of Bisbane on one of those fights. So he's fighting, which is good. Bisbane's a badass. Yeah, yeah. he was. Didn't he? Uh, he fought a fight blind in one eye, didn't he? Yeah, it swelled up yeah. shut. He was fucked up. No, but I mean, like blind, blind. <clears throat> I think he went blind in one of his eyes, and he he kept fighting. Who knows? Oh, it wouldn't surprise me. I think he's fighting. Uh, the um, dancing Viking next, the dude that looks like the uh, Tim he, is. Yeah, he's fighting. Oh. Uh, man, Rampage Jackson fought him. What the hell is his name? Big uh, Viking guy. People have said I look like him. Uh, Chuck Liddell. No, no, no. I don't know. Tim, he just had surgery, so I don't know. I don't think he's fighting. I can't. He said uh, he wasn't even allowed to, like, to grapple for, or to wrestle for a couple more months. Man, I cannot remember. I thought he was uh. Let's see, Tim Kennedy. We'll just type in Tim Kennedy next fight and see what it says. Because he it may it might be it might be that uh, he was supposed to fight and then had oh, the surgery yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, who knows? It's talking about it, but did he? You said it was knee surgery. Yeah, yeah. Because somebody asked, they were like, "Hey, Tim, can I roll with you?" But he was like, "No, no, like super hard no." Because he just had surgery. Injured reserve. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, if you don't have anything else to add, um, everybody check out Sheepdog Response. Dana approves. You'll yes. be at the uh, all the rest of the tack shoots. Yeah. If you see Dana in the booth, just <laughs> go ahead and attack her. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, don't attack Dana. That's funny. We'll give it a Jody, try. Jody might beat your ass anyway. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. Well, cool. Well, yeah, everybody check out uh, Tim Kennedy and Sheepdog Response. And uh, if you're a soccer mom or a dad, that uh, needs to defend himself. If you get stuffed in lockers. Yes, definitely Stuff like that, go. yeah, definitely go. So, all right, well, cool. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. Dana, thanks for hopping on here. Thank you. Giving us your wisdom. <laughs> Don't kick my ass. Thanks.